Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app, and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content. Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30 day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N a-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. And in terms of um, contract size, how many contracts are you using for these strategies and are you doing a similar strategy with features? So would you like go long two ES mini contracts and short two NASDAQ or do you not touch the features at all? I personally don't trade the futures. I have managers that manage futures for me. Um, yeah. 
I I stay I trade stocks, cryptos, and options myself. Okay, and I have other portfolios that trade uh, options also for me and run a, run a strangle selling strategy. So I don't trade futures personally. Um, and then I have um, I have guys that trade different things right throughout different different investments and different investments. So that's how I sort of stay diversified so that yeah. the money that I am actually managing like an individual account or a couple of different individual accounts, I can be more aggressive and more concentrated in those positions because I have other diversification and other strategies that are doing different things. Because something I learned over the years is that I'm sorry to the, the answer to your question is how many contracts not on the future side but on the option side depends on the the premium right could be one or two could be 10 or 20 could be 50 could be yeah you know thousands uh technically you know i had two thousand contracts of these uh out of the money mara calls um you know i was like all oh the open interest God. myself at some what? point at one point i know but anyway um so it's Watch just, on you it depends on the situation. Um, I didn't hold them long enough for the record is the is the uh, story there. But nevertheless, at one point I did have uh, a, a January, I had 2000 January 30 calls uh, for Mara at one point. Um, anyway, that, that, so it, it just depends on the situation. But getting back to the diversification, you know, uh, your real wealth diversification in my opinion by my by not just my work my observations but certainly uh work done by very smart people but my observations as well is is having different strategies that are as uncorrelated with one another as possible three four five you know that four to five range mathematically seems to be like the sweet spot once you start getting more strategies than that starts getting you know it's the law of diminishing returns or whatever it's like being a basketball player like yeah you know maybe being eight feet tall it might have its advantages but that's not really the ideal sweet spot you know maybe like a six nine with handles and can shoot from the out you know whatever right you know yeah. like there's kind of like a sweet spot where you want to be you know so that's kind of that's kind of how i think about it so anyway four to five strategies i think is so that's how i think about it well, JC, uh, can I get one more? Uh, one I, I want to see something. I, I want to make a correction. So I said one eighty. I said I think I said two eighty five is in the money. So I was I misspoke if I said that. Mike, let me know. I meant one eighty five for. I know some people in the comments, Mike. Journalistic integrity. I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. Listen, I I I I say all kinds of stuff that I I, I live. I'm like, did I really say that? <laughs> it happens if you talk yeah. every day it happens yeah it happens man it happens jc i wonder in the, the your options portfolio is it diversified amongst uh a multitude of companies or are there like 10 or 11 companies that you follow and trade right because you know we've talked about this right there, there's been scenarios where we've had strategies where we have options on the companies the stocks that we have already invested in what's kind of your 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 sweet spot yeah, so we run a couple of different strategies. So for one of them where we just sell strangles, what we do is we don't actually use any stocks at all. It's only ETFs. So we take the 35 most liquid ETFs, you know them all, you know, EEM, SPY, XLK, yeah. you know, like, you know, you know them all or most of them anyway. Uh, so it's just those because what that does, since we're selling strangles, we're selling naked calls and selling naked puts. So we're leaving ourselves exposed theoretically to, you know, major overnight gap risk that you'll get in stocks. That's relatively almost eliminated, 
using ETF. So it's kind of like a risk management strategy in a strangle selling um, situation where we now you don't have to worry about that. Right. Um, so we just use the most liquid 35 ETFs. And what we'll do is we'll take the one with the highest implied volatility, the one paying the most, essentially, uh, and yeah. sell that one. <laughs> it's really that simple. Um, and like we like you said, you know, and how we cover. So that's that strategy. And then in terms of the uh, kind of like the uh, more uh, just buying and selling, you know, kind of adapting to the environment strategy. Um, that is exactly what you said about 10, 12 companies. Now, we don't focus on 10 or 12 companies that that we specifically look to sell options. That's pretty much the basket of what the portfolio looks like. We are willing to trade any stock or ETF that is liquid enough to participate in. We don't care. Okay. Final question for you. Um, can you walk us through your be greedy for 2024 strategy? I'm curious. Well, so or the thesis behind it. So, you know, every year we get together and it's like, what what did we learn? You know, what mistakes did we make? And, you know, I guess a common theme that kept coming up was, you know, not, you know, letting our our, our we had some huge winners, huge winners. And in some of those huge winners, we took some off the table too early. Mm. Um, our our price targets were um, too conservative. Um, and we just left money on the table that could have made a significant impact. Um, so like the so for example, traditionally we have always sold half of our calls as soon as the premium doubles. So if we pay two dollars for the option and it's worth four, we sell half and we let the rest run and you know we'll raise our stops along the way. Now we won't sell half. We'll just raise our stops, okay. for example. That's one way that we are sort of adjusting. And sometimes it's going to shake us out, right? And we know that. Um, and sometimes it's going to bite us in the, in the ass because we could have taken money off. It's going to happen. Yeah. But we think that the longer-term implications of letting some of those winners run will outweigh those little paper cuts we'll get. On a year-over-year -year basis, how much more return do you think they would give you per year doing it that way? Listen, it, it depends on the strategy, of course. In some strategies, there's no way to be greedier. They're just going to stay exactly the same. But in a situation like, you know, an options account, I mean, specifically in an options account, it can make a significant impact because some of these things can really, really appreciate. They could get, you know, these calls get in the money and the stock is running. I mean, I've seen, I've, you know, witnessed huge moves in both directions for the record, uh, mm. but, you know, huge, huge moves. So it can have a significant impact. Like, I mean, thousands of percent appreciation in, in an account potentially is not uh, out of the question at all, right? I'm not saying that I'm promising 10,000% returns or something, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, but, I mean, not. that is the impact that, that you can potentially see in some of these positions, especially in some of those YOLO calls that we talked about before. If you're selling a strangle or you're selling, you know, putting together like a put spread or a call spread or something, you know, you're not, you're going to make a finite amount of money. It's a higher probability of success trade, but it's a finite amount of money. In the case where you can go out a year or two and buy cheap calls in something, 10, 15 points out of the money, and it gets 30, 40, 50 points in the money during that two year period. 
forget about it. Yeah. Right. But there's a time and a place. Those types of trades in in a high volatility environment, you can't be doing that stuff or you'll go broke right away. Final question. Speaking of 10,000% return, uh, what set of circumstances will we need to get to Kathy's proclamation of a 500,000 um bitcoin price or 1.5 for the the bull case you think as yeah, a i mean listen chart she, technician i i i'll defer to her i mean she's she's smart i'm sure she's done her homework to come up with that good for her you know let's get to 100 first right and then you know then we'll worry about it and we have different time horizons and her and i do different things so like she's entitled to believe that she could position accordingly her investors can follow her in that or not right like this is a free country all of that is great for me that's great she's obviously doing something right good for her for me that's just that is not what i do like i do something else like i'm interested yeah. in what's happening now like our target was 47000 on the bitcoin that was hit. We've seen rotation yeah. into Ethereum. You know, I think Ethereum goes to 3,800. You know, Bitcoin below 47 is kind of messy for a while. So I'm not really that interested in it. I'm, I'm interested in some of the other things. Um, that doesn't mean I don't think Bitcoin goes higher. In fact, I do. I think we get back to 65 and rip through that and go to 100. Probably 120 is probably, you know, uh, a, a good a good place to, to take a breather. I, I, I think that that's how it plays out. But guess what? It doesn't matter what I think. Right, we're stuck below forty-seven. So I could tell you it's going one hundred and twenty. I could tell you it's going to ten million. It doesn't matter. We're still stuck below forty-seven. So in the meantime, I'm kind of chilling out with Bitcoin. I'm looking at Ethereum and some of the others. You know, go down the list. Some of these um, uh, other altcoins and stuff. Injective Protocol has been making uh, a lot of new highs. TIA is another one. Some of these ICOs are coming out pretty heavy. So you know, we've got our our, our crypto scans that we've built over the years. I mean, we've been trading this stuff for a decade almost. Yeah, about a decade since 2014. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, quite some time. We started covering it. You know, I, I started, I wouldn't say I was trading it. I was holding some Bitcoin in 2014, but we really started covering it in our shop in 2016. So even then, you know, relatively early. So, you know, for us, we've come a long way and we do a lot of like on-chain analytics as well, which I, I really, really like a lot. Like because of the transparency of the blockchain, there's so much more data that we get in cryptos that we don't have in traditional assets like stocks and bonds and commodities. I would kill to have some of the data that we have in cryptocurrencies in traditional assets. I would kill for that data. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.